0: You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. Well,
1: there's been a lot of movement on the land question in the last two weeks. Uh, Some might cynically say, uh, is it... Posturing is it pandering, uh, but if you look into it, uh, there's certainly a lot of substance. Last week, the Department of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development announced that members of the public are going to be able to apply to lease 700,000 hectares of underutilised or, or vacant state land in uh, seven of the country's provinces. And we had a new expropriation bill published on Friday that's made clear the circumstances, uh, circumstances under which property can be expropriated, and where appropriate, that compensation for that expropriation can be zero. It's the newly gazetted expropriation bill and I've got Belelwa Mabasa, Director at worksman's Attorneys a member of the President's Advisory Panel on Land on the Line uh, and Richard Spur human rights lawyer with vast experience in dealing with land claims. Evening to you both. Bilelwa, this issue of expropriation without compensation as we know is highly politicised it's been pushed by the ANC and the EFF at the same time the security of property rights has been of major concern to investors particularly particularly since the ANC resolution uh, to amend the Constitution back in December of 2017. Uh, What are the scenarios now in which land can be expropriated without compensation in this current bill?
0: Um, Thanks for having me, Michael. I think it's important to contextualize where expropriation without um, compensation sits within the broader agenda of land reform. Expropriation without compensation is only a tool that allows the state to use its powers to acquire land or property in the public interest or in the public purpose. So it's just an acquisition tool, um, but it seems to always grab the biggest attention or the big alliance share. Um, of, of, of of the attention. Moving away from that, these circumstances include where, where land can be appropriated without compensation, include underutilized or underused land, um, overly or highly indebted, hopelessly indebted uh, land, um, and, 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 and so forth. I think the big question that we should be asking here is whether or not um, the expropriation bill can be pushed forward now, whilst at the same time Parliament is grappling with the wording of the amendments of Section 25. You'll recall that Parliament is currently um, at a point where public hearings um, have to take place later on this month, where there has been a draft um, draft uh, wording on Section 25 that basically makes it explicit that um, that that land can be expropriated specifically for land reform purposes, and on the other hand, we have now this expropriation bill um, that has been put forward um, today. So, if you like, you kind of have uh, two pronged, separate processes um, that should, and you know, that should be linked. The constitution should be the 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 the, the primary. Um, legislation that gives life to then what eventually happens in a piece of legislation such as the expropriation bill. Uh,
1: Richard, with that uh, contextualization, thanks, Bilal. Uh, we had yesterday Public Works and Infrastructure Minister Patricia DeLille uh, delivering a statement on behalf of the Interministerial Committee on Land Reform saying that the bill now brings certainty to South Africans and investors because it clearly outlines how expropriation could be done mm-hmm. and on what basis. Um, mm-hmm. d- uh, just to bring Richard in on this point, Richard, do you agree that this bill provides greater investor certainty?
2: I think it's really good news, Um, I think as a political move, um, anticipating as it does um, the debate around the amendment of Section 25 of the Constitution which protects property rights. This bill gives further justification for those who argue that there's no need to amend the Constitution. The bill as I see it is totally aligned with um, Section 25 of the Constitution. Um, and I think it's reasonable, rational, proportional, and adequate. And with a bill like this, a law like this, I don't see, I think it's going to be extremely difficult to motivate for an amendment to the constitutional uh, property right. Um, I think this is a good bill. It brings clarity and certainty. It's aligned with the Constitution, and um, I think it's a very positive sign, indeed.
1: That is encouraging. Uh, Bulilwa, uh, let's talk now uh, about some of the details. Under which circumstances may it be just and equitable for, for nil compensation to be paid?
0: So the first ground that the, this bill brings to the full, which the 1975 Act didn't, is, that, is, is um, land which is earmarked for so land reform purposes specifically. You'll recall that land reform is defined as a matter of public interest within the property clause itself. Um, and previously, the 1975 Act was only looking at appropriation for public purposes, which is not to be conflated with public interest. Public purposes are those, for example, circumstances where the state needs to build a school or a road, um, when the public interest involves something, um, you know, more kind of, uh, um, uh, involve, you know, includes land reform. So we're talking here about also land that is um, highly indebted. So, for example, um, if the la- the market value of the land or the indebtedness, um, say in, in the respect of rates and taxes, far exceeds the market value of the property, we're talking here land that is underutilized, or where the owner has um, abandoned the land. We're talking about uh, vacant. Land um, that is not, so so the magic words here are underutilization and not used. Those are the the underlying um, circumstances within which for for land that is to be expropriated without compensation. So where land has been shown to be used with a productive land, um, that land would not be subject to um, expropriation without compensation.
1: Uh, Richard, there is one section here, and uh, I think uh, uh, 12.3, it may be just an equitable for nil compensation to be paid where land is expropriated in the public interest having regard to all relevant circumstances, including but not limited to, and then it goes on. Does the inclusion of the words including but not limited to uh, muddy the waters a little bit further? Doesn't that uh, uh, not provide the sort of clarity that we're looking for? Is that just legalese?
2: I I think it's a kind of a a political ploy. It kind of expresses expresses expressly what's always been implicit in the Constitution. So the Constitution provides for public purposes and the public interest, and none of us have a problem with that. And the fact that they define what may include public purposes and public interest is neither here nor there. I think it may be a bit of political posturing, but it doesn't change the fundamentals which are defined by the Constitution and doesn't take it any further than that. This is, not, uh, this is paying lip service to what we already know. So I don't believe that um, it gives rise to any cause for concern that the state is trying to extend the ambit of Section 25.
1: Uh, uh, Bulilwa, are you in agreement with Richard on that point that this uh, bill now means I that do. requiring a constitutional amendment is is di- more difficult to argue and in, in fact moot?
0: Um, in, in in relation to so the the, the, the section twenty five problem is no longer an issue that is with cabinet. That is an issue that is now in the hands of the will of the people, if you if uh, if we so speak. So it's no longer in the fray of just uh, legal interpretations, um, As you will recall, the amendment to the Constitution it requires two-thirds majority. And at the moment, we have um, the EFF, along with the ANC, that have tabled the amendment of, the, of Section 5 of the Constitution. So when if that, um, that as, aspect of the amendment to the Constitution passes constitutional master, master then it will go through. Um, obviously, the, D, the, the, D, the DEVA will be in detail in so far as whether or not the EFF and the NC will be in agreement regarding the wording of it, which is why I said earlier that the, 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 the proposed wording of Section 25 is innocuous because if you looked at what has been put forward, it simply allows the state to expropriate without compensation um, for, for land reform purposes. So, if if we if 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 we analyse that draft wording that is sitting with with parliament, it's exactly what um, the expropriation bill seeks to achieve as well. So, um, whether or not you're in agreement or not in agreement with the amendment, um, the effect of it is that it's aligned with um, what is envisaged in the in the expropriation bill number one and number mm. two. Um, It's a more of a democratic process that is no longer just determined by cabinet and parliament, but by the will
1: of the people. And uh, um, I think it does, And back to Richard's point, uh, sterilize those who are making the argument in favor of amending the, the Constitution in Section 25. Bilalwa Mabasa, Director at Worksmen's Attorneys, and Richard were uh, human rights lawyer, um, with their views on uh, the current expropriation bill, which does give, at long last, some uh, clarity to investors uh, on the expropriation of land. The much politicized the issue of expropriation without compensation. Anne Williams has your news after this.